Welcome to the Changing Worldviews podcast with Sharon Hughes, broadcast journalism you can trust to bring you the truth regarding the issues of our day and the worldviews behind them, politically, culturally, and religiously. For such a time as this. Freeing the minds of the brainwashed masses. Now, here's Sharon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I certainly don't need to tell you that 2023 was a turbulent year, both here in America and around the world. So what does 2024 hold in store for us? Well, if we just look at the headlines, we might be discouraged. Or if we just look at the talking heads, we might be confused. But if we look to the future with hope and a little insight, 2024, I believe, is going to be a great year in the midst of whatever turmoil happens both here at home and abroad. And that is what we will be talking about today as we ring out 2023 and ring in 2024 on this New Year's special. And as we are celebrating the new year, I'll share with you some of the very interesting traditions of how the new year is celebrated around the world. Some are well, shall I say, just a little different. You're listening to Changing World Views with Sharon Hughes. Okay, so to start off our New Year's special, let's take a look at some of the headlines that we saw, that we read, that we heard in 2023. And then we'll look at some of what news agencies are predicting for 2024, just for the record. The balloon was spotted drifting across North American airspace. It passed through Alaska and the central U.S. before being shot down off the coast of South Carolina. The war in Ukraine grinding on for another year. In March, yet another political precedent was broken. Donald Trump becoming the first former president to face criminal charges after being indicted by New York prosecutors. That indictment followed by three others, including criminal cases related to attempts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. The World Health Organization today declared an end to the COVID-19 global health emergency. Warning, however, that the virus is here to stay, even if it no longer represents an emergency. Intense winds knocking down power lines on the Hawaiian island of Maui. Folks there had little to no warning as the flames reached the town. Some were even forced to flee into the ocean. At least 100 people were killed and more than 2,000 buildings destroyed, causing some $6 billion worth of damage. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Congressional dysfunction reached unprecedented levels in October after Kevin McCarthy became the first House Speaker in history to be voted out in the middle of his term. It took weeks for Republicans to agree on a new speaker, finally handing the gavel to little-known Louisiana Republican Mike Johnson at the end of the month. Israel experienced the deadliest terror attack in its history. More than 1,200 people killed in a surprise cross-border attack by Hamas. The overwhelming majority were civilians, including hundreds attending a music festival. At least 240 others were taken back into the Gaza Strip as hostages. 
as we head to the new year, look for the market to begin to uh, incorporate a couple of things. Number one is the election process begins in early January. Secondly, uh, don't forget, we could be heading toward a government shutdown mid-January and early February, but it is an election year, so expect a lot of volatility around politics and geopolitics. We still have two major wars going on. Former President Donald Trump is the front runner for the Republican presidential nomination and looks strong against President Joe Biden in the latest polls. A vast majority of Americans believe the country is on the wrong track, according to our latest ABC News Ipsos poll. What's worse for Biden? Donald Trump is gaining ground in key battleground states. A New York Times-Siena poll showing the former president is leading Biden in Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. Secretary of State of Maine is saying that Donald Trump is not qualified to be on the ballot in the primary in the state of Maine after reviewing petitions from different people who came to her and wanted to remove Trump from the ballot. If the 2024 election were held today, Donald Trump would win. According to a new survey from Datastack Strategy, Trump would beat Joe Biden in the Electoral College by 292 votes to 246 if a presidential election were held today. Of course, that's just a small, small part of all the things that happened and made the headlines in 2023. And of course, just a little of the forecasts of 2024. Obviously, we will be talking about that more in the future. And we certainly did talk about the headlines of 2023 throughout the entire year. But this is our New Year's special, and it is a recap. It is a looking at some of the greatest issues that we have faced as a nation and a world, but also looking forward to what will be ahead. And so just some interesting facts that I found as I was doing a little research on New Year's Eve. Why do we sing Auld Lang Syne? What does it actually mean? Well, of course, New Year's Eve here in America is full of all kinds of traditions. We count down the seconds by watching the ball drop there in New York. We toast maybe with a glass of champagne and we may sing Old Lang Syne or at least hum along because we don't know all the words. But just for the record, Old Lang Syne means old long since, basically means old times, especially times fondly remembered, as well as it can mean old or long friendships. And it's from the Scottish language expression that was first recorded in 1670. 60. So why do millions of people around the world on New Year's Eve sing this song? It started with a man by the name of Robert Burns, the national poet of Scotland. And I said it basically means old times, especially times fondly remembered. And so the last day of the year is an appropriate time for looking back at the days of the past year. But not everybody celebrates the new year such as we do here in America. Interestingly enough, the website Taste of Home, which is one that I visit regularly, get their magazine for recipes, they had an article about the 12 fascinating New Year's Eve traditions from around the world. 
in the United States. Of course, we know that we usher in the last day of the year with the ball dropping, fireworks, singing old Lang Syne, maybe a glass of champagne. But in Japan, just before midnight on New Year's Eve, they eat soba noodles because the noodles are long and represent crossing over from one year to the next. And because it's an easily cut noodle, it signifies letting go of the past and the year's regrets and getting a fresh start for the new year. In Spain, with 12 seconds remaining until the new year, people eat 12 green grapes to bring good luck to the coming year. And it's thought to be bad luck if you can't eat them all by the final midnight chime. But if you're able to eat 12 grapes in time, the 12 months ahead will, they believe, or at least symbolizes good fortune will come your way. In France, they usually ring in the new year with a huge feast commonly known as, and I don't think I'll pronounce this correct, but Les Réveillons de la Saint-Sylvestre. The meal is full of traditional and, as they say here at Taste of Home, decadent eats, including foie gras, oysters, lobster, and escargot. And just like here in America, champagne is the drink of choice. In Italy, Italians love lentils for their coin shape, which symbolizes to them, or in their traditions of symbolism, luck and prosperity. And so at their New Year's Eve dinner, usually it features lentils to bring on luck in the coming year. In Colombia, this one is interesting. On the last night of the year, Colombians place three potatoes, one peeled, one unpeeled, and one half peeled under their beds. And at midnight, they pull out the first potato they touch. And whatever potato they touch means either... If it's completely peeled, they will have financial problems. If it's unpeeled potato that they grab, it means abundance. And if it's half peeled, well, somewhere in between. In Australia, Australians celebrate the new year with midnight fireworks in cities and towns throughout the country, like we do here in America. And people pack picnic baskets and arrive hours early to watch the fireworks at favorite spots. The Philippines culture celebrates the new year by serving 12 round fruit and the round shape symbolizes coins again, which represent prosperity and wealth for the coming year. In Denmark, after a traditional New Year's Eve meal of boiled cod with mustard, the Danes eat a tower of marzipan donuts called, uh-oh, kransikaji, I think is how you might say it, meaning wealth cake. It was once called, oh my gosh, American version of that word would be a cornucopia because the whole donut tower was tipped on its side with chocolate and treats spilling out of it. In Canada and rural areas, New Year's Eve is a time to spend ice fishing with friends and celebrations on the frozen ponds and rivers tend to last all night as friends fish in the open or in fishing shacks and perhaps catch a fish or two to celebrate the new year. In Ireland, the Irish have a tradition of banging a loaf of bread against the walls of their houses on New Year's Eve. The idea is that Bad luck and evil spirits are chased away and good luck is invited in. Of course, we know that's not true, but that is their tradition. And in Brazil, a particular foods are eaten to invite good luck again for the coming year. And seven is the lucky number. So seven pomegranate seeds are eaten to keep the purse full and seven grapes ensure abundance. There's kind of a theme here, isn't there, around the world. And finally, the Greeks ring in the new year by eating a sweet yeast bread. They eat it at midnight. The bread is made in honor of Greece's 
his revered St. Basil, and before serving the family, beginning with the oldest member, household set a slice of bread aside for the saint and another portion for those in need, and then a coin is baked into the bread, and the person whose slice contains the coin is in for a year filled with good fortune. So that's just some of the traditions around the world for New Year's Eve. Here in America, ours is just a celebration without any kind of folklore or superstition. But always, I'm sure I can say, we all are hoping that the new year will be better than years past, particularly the past year. You're listening to Changing Worldviews with your host, Sharon Hughes, getting to the heart of the issues and the worldviews behind them. I didn't make it to church yesterday. I wanted to, but I was too tired. What about you? I sure did. I love fellowship with other Christians, and it really helps ease my daily stress. You should come with me next week. This is Dr. David Stevens with the Christian Medical Association. Church can help ease stress through prayer and worship. Research shows that churchgoers can live three to five years longer. We already know church helps improve our spiritual health. Now we know it helps our physical health, too. Well, we are, according to the World Health Organization, past the pandemic of COVID. However, its variants continue to show up, and there are a lot of flu and viruses going around. And so whether it was back in 220, when we were all trying to build up our immune systems against COVID-19, we need to continue to do that moving forward. And so to that end, we're grateful for our sponsor, Apex Health, and their great products that help to that end. If the 2020 viral pandemic has taught us anything, it is that we need a healthy immune system. Hippocrates, the father of medicine, said that all disease begins in the gut, and research has determined that 70 to 80% of our immune system also starts in the gut. The process patented aloe vera in aloe apex is known for its significant support of a healthy immune system as well as having good digestive health. Changing Worldviews listeners can buy three aloe apex at the regular price and get a fourth bottle free. Call us at 833-334-5433. 833-334-5433. And be sure to mention the name Sharon. Or visit us at www.alloapex.com. Our greatest success is your good health. Well, today is our New Year's special show. You know, I was thinking about New Year's resolutions, as I'm sure you have as well. And I don't know if you continue to make them. As a matter of fact, Rasmussen's poll showed that only 39% of Americans plan to make New Year's resolutions. But of those 39, 93% say that they will keep them. Well, whether you're part of that 39% or not, I'm sure it's true that no matter what resolutions we make, we always intend to keep them. Why do we bother that at the turn of a new year around the world and for centuries, people have made resolutions for the new year? Well, you know, here's a thought that might help us all. I think it's going to help me. Instead of basing our resolutions on, you know, wishful thinking and advertising stereotypes, how about if instead we resolve to have no regrets for the year? Yeah, 
instead of I'm not going to do this, or I'm going to diet, or I'm going to do more of this, how about if we just resolve to not have any regrets this year and make every decision and action based on that? You know, it's a surprising result of a recent Columbia University survey that it's not indulgence that drives regret. It's the stuff that we didn't do. So instead of the grind of trying not to do something, like I said, such as dieting, and there's nothing wrong with that, of course, if we need to lose weight, but by resolving to have no regrets, it's really the opposite of the grind of trying not to do something, not to eat what is not good for you, not to spend so much money. Rather, it turns it around to the positive. Yes, it does require determination, but there's a sense of freedom and a looking at the possibilities versus, like I said, the grind of trying not to do something. I just want to say, while there are plenty of serious issues that continue to face us as Americans and as a world, which we do need to stay informed about, I want to encourage all of us to, in this new year, look for and expect open doors of opportunity. So don't just watch others and admire their success or their spunk or their dedication. You launch out and look for open doors and walk through them. And regardless of what the world, what politicians, what those with adverse agendas have in mind or try to do, we can make a difference. I mean, as someone said, God plus one is a majority. Here's something even better, I believe, that with God, all things are possible. So as our nation has had wake-up calls, perhaps as we have had wake-up calls, it's time now for breakthroughs, breakthroughs of truth. People are awake and they're saying, okay, so what is the truth? And that's the law. Logical and the natural response is, I'm awake, okay, now what? And so people are hungry, and they want truth tellers. People want change, and so this is all work to wake everyone up, I believe, or a great majority. I just want to say that I believe that it's going to be a, a year of encouragement, that people that have plowed, people that have sowed and planted are going to find the rains coming, so to speak, to water. I'm very positively looking forward to this year. I think resources are going to come, but I think there'll be increased battles as well. Because anytime, you know, a sleeping giant rises up, you're going to see the opposition rise up even more. So it'll be time for people to focus on what it is that we're supposed to be doing and uh, watching and rising up to the challenge in faith, knowing we can make a difference. All right. So because I played some clips of recent presidents, Obama, Biden, Reagan, Trump on our Christmas special show, since 2024 is going to be our next presidential election, I thought it would be appropriate to play Donald Trump's New Year's message as well as this year's message from Joe and Jill Biden. To hear about the new year. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've been eating pasta, which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. It's good to know that you're eating like the rest of us here across the country. As you look back and reflect on 2023, what sort of, of memories, highlights stand out for you? Well, one of the big highlights stands out for me is my dad used to have an expression. He'd say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. So many people through the Midwest and the, and the, the center of the country, their, their factories are shipped overseas the last couple times out. And, and they were losing hope and faith. So we brought a lot of jobs back to the United States. People are in a position to be able to make a living now. And uh, they've created a lot of jobs, over 14 million. 
And uh, I guess when I'm, I, I just feel good that the American people got up. They've been through a rough time with pandemic, but now we're coming back. They're back. Well, we've got a million plus people here in Times Square and so many eyes on the big ball for the big moment tonight as we get ready for 2024. What are your hopes for the new year for both of you? Well, my hope is that everybody has a healthy, happy, and safe new year. But beyond that, I hope that they're, they understand that we're in a better position than any country in the world to lead the world. We're coming back and it's about time. Dr. Biden, your hopes for America? Well, you know, I think it's what I would always tell my students. Be positive, be optimistic, and be kind to one another. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Enjoy two scoops of ice cream tonight, both of you. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> now let's head back out west for more music. Genie. It's a great pleasure to introduce this special New Year's Eve message from President Joe Biden and Dr. Jill Biden. Happy New Year, America. From our family to yours, we wish you peace, joy, and good health in the year ahead. We learned again this year what we've always known. No quit in America. No matter how tough the challenge, how high the obstacles, we always overcome. This virus has been tough, but we've been tougher. We've seen that in the dedication shown by the doctors and nurses, educators and parents, first responders, and all frontline and essential workers. And we've seen it in the courage of our service members and military families who stand guard over our freedom all over the world and here at home. As we enter the new year, I'm more optimistic about America's future than I've ever been. You know, at our best, we've taken every crisis we've faced and turned it into an opportunity to be a stronger and a better nation. We will again, and we'll do it together. You know, that's because we are the United States of America. And there's nothing we can't do if we do it together. Happy, Happy new, new Year! Each American generation passes the torch of truth, liberty and justice, an unbroken chain all the way down to the present. That torch is now in our hands, and we will use it to light up the world. Today, I am keeping another promise by nominating Judge Neil Gorsuch. We love our police, we love our sheriffs, and we love our ICE officers. Together, we're going to restore safety to our streets and peace to our communities, and we're going to destroy the vile criminal cartel, MS-13, and many other gangs. We will defeat radical Islamic terrorism, and we will not allow it to take root in our country. We have created more than 2 million jobs since the election. Unemployment is at a 17-year low. The stock market is at an all-time high and hit yet another all-time high, the 85th time since my election. We have cut 22 regulations for every one new regulation, the most in the history of our country. We are going to be celebrating Merry Christmas again. $3.2 trillion in tax cuts for American families, including doubling the standard deduction and doubling the child tax credit. The typical family of four earning $75,000 will see an income tax cut of more than $2,000. The largest tax cut in the history of our country. We 
We are a nation of pioneers and patriots, aviators and astronauts. We crave adventure and achievement, exploration and enlightenment. We gave birth to the modern world, and we will shape tomorrow's world with the strength and skill of American hands. Because for America, the sky is never the limit. appreciate your program. You are out there every day educating people and helping them to find the truth and know what's really going on and what a difference you have made in this world. Won't you help us stay on the air? Just go to changingworldviews.com slash donation page. This is Gail from California, and it seems like before I started hiking Aloe Apex and the GFM, it was like walking uphill. Everything seemed to be an effort, and about two weeks after I started taking it, I noticed I was moving faster, had more energy, was doing stuff, and it was just like, wow. And then after about a month, it really started kicking in, and I was just so happy. And if you go to apexhealth.life backslash Sharon, you can get a 25% discount or call 833-334-5433. Again, The music you've been hearing throughout the show, including the clip of a look back of recent decades in our history, is by Kenny G and also Point of Grace. So as we ring in the new year and we look back at 2023, forward to 2024, I want to encourage you again to look for breakthroughs in the new year and doors to walk through, which we'll elaborate more on our next episode. But for now, be encouraged. There is always hope. Jesus promises that he is making all things new. Happy New Year.
sunlight with your windows open Don't hold in your anger Leave things unspoken And wear your red dress Use your good dishes Make a big mess And make lots of wishes And have what you want But want what you Looking back, turn up the music, turn it up loud, take a few chances, let it all out, cause you won't regret it, looking back. Did it's how you live. So go to the ball games and go to the ballet and go see your folks more than just on the holidays. Kiss all your children and dance with your wife. Tell your husband you love him every night. Don't run from the truth because you It's not what you did, it's 
So until we see you next time, this is Sharon Hughes for all of us at Changing Worldviews, wishing you a happy, yes, truly a happy and prosperous year filled with all the breakthroughs that you need in this new year. And I promise you, we will continue to say it like it is. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Changing Worldviews. You can follow Sharon on social media or listen to her on many online platforms. Just go to our website, changingworldviews.com, for all the links. And until next time, stay informed, stay alert, because we are indeed living in a changing world.